Everybody, what is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. I am in the podcast studio with one of our Watermark students, Miss Ella Schreier. Hey, guys. Ella, welcome back. You were here, I mean, almost a year ago mm-hmm. on episode 68, talking about 2 Corinthians 8. So, friends, if you want to hear more from Ella, she's super wise. You can go back and check out that episode. Uh, but you're you're primarily here because every Wednesday we have students on the podcast when school's in session. And that's because Watermark students meet in their small groups on Wednesday nights. Yep. But there's something special coming up for Watermark students. What is it, Ella? D-Town. <laughs> so what what is D-Town? Um, D-Town is basically a weekend retreat for all grades 6 through 12. And you stay at somebody's house in your small group and you're able to go to and from the church and just kind of get away from life while staying in Dallas. And there is some really cool breakout sessions with good topics um, where you can learn more about Jesus and just how to apply that to your life and some really fun after parties that they have. I love it. So if you are a high school student in Dallas, it's not too late to register. Or if you know a high school student or a middle school student, Mm 6 through 12 in Dallas, we will link that information in the episode description. You don't want to miss out. And I heard a rumor that the ACT is happening that Saturday. And all I'm saying is, what better way to celebrate finishing the ACT than by coming to D-Town after you finish? That's right. <laughs> so pray for the students taking the ACT and those coming to D-Town that they would have an impactful um, meeting with Jesus and just get to see a, a beautiful picture of what it looks like to do life with other believers. That being said, Ella... Last time you were here, you didn't share your story. We got to know a little bit about you, but left out the most important part of your (laughs) life. So would you share just a little bit about how you came to know the Lord? For sure. So I've grown up in Watermark since pretty much as long as I can remember. And I have great parents who put me here and in great places that have allowed me to know Jesus more and to be spurred on in my faith. And so I've always just kind of been the Christian girl from day one. Sure. And I took that pretty much to heart until the Lord just has put me in a public school that has Mm. a lot of people who don't think the same way, which has been a huge part of my testimony of just knowing right and wrong and how to follow Jesus and not the world. And then the battle of people pleasing versus knowing why I'm here and who I'm and who I'm serving. And where are you? So what's going on in your world now? You're a junior in high school, walking yeah. with Jesus, mm-hmm. learning how to live on mission, follow him. What does that look like? Uh, it's a lot of trust. Um, I think, especially as a junior in high school, there's a lot of questions right now that need answering mm-hmm. and a lot of really big questions like, where are you going to go to college? Uh, what do you want to major in? What do you want your job to be? You're a senior next year. What does that mean? And so mm-hmm. it's all this like, yes, no, maybe, and just most people have absolutely no idea yeah. what the answer yeah. is. Um, so it's been really neat to just give those questions to the Lord and be like, hey, I have no idea, but you do. So <laughs> could use a little bit of help on that one. But a lot of trust and a lot of faith in his plan. It's awesome. I'm glad. I'm glad. Well, I say we just jump right in. Yeah. Okay. Genesis 26. What you got for us? So... There's a lot of cool things in this chapter. I really enjoyed it. But 
I think the main three points I got is I think it's a testament to the Lord's grace and to the goodness of his covenant and the fulfillment that comes from obedience to him. First, how it's a testament to the Lord's grace. Basically right now, Isaac is in the land, like getting ready to farm. And he talks to this King Abimelech and he denies his wife, similar to how Abraham had with Sarah earlier in Genesis. Yep. And the Lord not only forgives him, but comes back with like multiple blessings Hmm. after he had told Isaac earlier, do not go down to Egypt. There's a famine in the land. And so Isaac was going to leave and God said, don't go to Egypt because I want you here and I have you here. And so Isaac obeyed and it says in verse 12, Isaac planted crops in the land in the same year, reaped a hundredfold because the Lord blessed him which also just shows the fulfillment of obedience and how God's promises are good and they do come through. Totally. And then later in the chapter, after Isaac's crops had done so well in the land, Abimelech says to him in verse 16, move away from us, you've become too powerful. So Isaac leaves and he settles in Gerar and... There, he becomes successful, but has some problems with the wells. Um, The people keep closing the wells that his father Abraham had. But I think what's really cool and a really great testament to how we can shine the light of Jesus is that in verse 28, Abimelech and his advisors had come to visit Isaac and said, we clearly saw that the Lord was with you and they wanted an agreement and a treaty between them which is so cool how Isaac responds. In verse 30, it says, Isaac made a feast for them and they ate and drank, Hmm. which if I was Isaac, I would be like, you kicked me off the land, you made me move, and then I had this trouble and like I was trying to stay faithful and you were not good to me. And I would probably kick them out. But instead, Isaac responds with such grace and humility and such a servant's heart where he says, okay, come in, I agree. And not only do I agree, let me, let me cook for you and let me me do something in return, which is exactly how Jesus would react. Just welcoming with open arms, kind of a prodigal son type of thing. But I thought that was super cool. No, it's so cool. And I even think about God's covenant with Abraham Mm -hmm. in the the blessing piece of it that he said, hey, those who bless you, I will bless those who curse you, I will curse. And a lot of times we think about the Old Testament, specifically Israel, Mm -hmm. and we think Israel was God's people. And we can make this mistake of thinking God didn't care about all the other countries or all the other nations or people or whatever, that really the whole purpose of Israel was that they would be a testament to who their God is to all these other people. So it's neat that we see here Isaac literally living out that blessing. For sure. So Ella, let me let me ask you this. What does it look like in your life today, your junior in high school, to live like Isaac in this story? In this story, we see that Isaac shows a lot of faith to trust in the Lord through all of this and just realize that the goodness of the Lord's covenant and his fulfillment to obedience. And so I think in my life, There's a lot of uncertainty, as there is for most high schoolers, like I kind of talked about with like where to go to college and what to major in. There's a lot of pretty life-changing questions that are put on the table this year. 
And it brings me a lot of peace, kind of similar to Isaac, I think, to know that God is in control. And I know that seems kind of cliche to say, but I don't love decisions Hmm. and making a decision can be stressful for me. And that's kind of like a weight on my shoulder. So even though like in this, the Lord has rules and things and a bigger picture to guide us. And I feel like that takes the weight off of me because then even though I do have these decisions, he's the one that I'm praying to for the guidance of the decisions. And so any decision I make is going to be rooted in whatever I feel like the Lord is telling me to do and wherever he's telling me to go and wherever he has me really. And so all I can do is follow him and do my Mm -hmm. best. And I might still fall short in that, but if there is a bigger plan and I know that there is, um, and we know that through scripture, then that weight isn't on me to have to know all the answers all the time, you know? Yeah, totally. How do you, how do you live differently because of that? Like, it's so easy to forget what you just Mm -hmm. said is such an important truth. It's so easy to forget that in the day to day. Like, I'm sure. Yeah. (laughs) I I had this when I was deciding where to go to college. Like, you have moments where you lose sight of it and it's Mm -hmm. stressful or overwhelming or causes anxiety. How do you recenter? Be still and listen. Mm. It's good. Pretty much what it all comes back to. And I think the whole journey of high school has been a journey of, oh my gosh, stress, 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 don't really know. And then it's like, okay, be still, listen. And then he tells us to be still and listen mm-hmm. and know that he is God. And once you center around that, everything else seems to fall into place a little bit easier. Mm. I'm encouraged, Ella. Thank you for being here. Friends, if you know a high school student uh, or a middle school student, sign up for D-Town. You don't want to miss out. I believe the registration closes in five days or something pretty soon. So we'll link that in the description. And today is the last day to leave a review and enter the contest to win two spiral journals and a Join the Journey t-shirt. So make sure you write those reviews. Thank you so much to those of you who have already submitted them. And as always, I'm so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.